Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hi there. How are you? <laughs> um, fine. Tired a little bit after Texas trip, four nights in Texas. Did you know that everything is bigger in Texas? I've heard that say. That includes before. meetup games. <laughs> yeah, that includes meetup games. Mm -hmm. But I thought you got. Seven tables in Las Vegas, no? There's only six tables at the Westgate, so... Oh. Unless they were sitting in a ring or on the floor. <laughs> well, you should probably. Yeah, we should. I didn't realize that. So, seven games mm -hmm. per city and very close cities. Right, in both Austin and San Antonio. So, yeah, we were worried a little bit about one game cannibalizing the other one, but no, no such occurrence. I told you. Did you? I did. Yeah, you pretty much did. At what point in your life did you decide that you would be so smart? At birth, obviously. Really? Yeah. You were born with... All this knowledge, oh. all the wisdom. Wow. Mm -hmm. So It's so fun. <laughs> really? <laughs> I could see how that would be fun, just being so damn smart. That's nonsense. Um, but... I'm glad that you're back home. I was very excited to see you. Yeah, it's good to be home. It's not good to wake up with a sty on your eye once again. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not laughing at you. Um, I'm sure it's very frustrating because the truth is that we attempted to record this podcast on Thursday, mm -hmm. as we normally do. And I was in a bad mood. Um, I was losing at work and I just felt I didn't have time to process it before I had to be on the podcast. And so it was very annoying. Uh -huh. And then. Which I could tell right off the bat. Yeah, but you didn't even ask me. You know what I mean? I, that I think made me more upset that you could tell, but you weren't like, are you okay to record? And it had to just be this thing that we had to do. Uh -huh. So then I just got increasingly angrier as the conversation <laughs> went on. I thought it was I thought it was something that we had to do. No. Anyway, regarding like disregarding whatever mood we're in. Yeah, but it didn't feel like putting aside my mood at that moment. It was right in you know what I mean? It was right in the middle of my workday. Hmm. If it was after my workday, I would have I think been a little better because I would have known that work is finished and now this is what I've committed to so I had to do it but to try and put that right in the middle of my work day was just very annoying okay and then today you wake up in a bad mood mm -hmm. because of your style and so it's uh yeah something's wrong with my eyelids I have defective eyelids I don't think you have defective eyelids. Yes, I do. No, I'm sorry, but no, since... my no, my eye doctor once said that I some people's eyelids are just more susceptible to this sort of thing. Yeah, but it's that doesn't mean that it's defective. So if you yeah, it does no, but if you're more susceptible, then you just have to be more cautious. Yeah, but there's nothing that I'm like particularly doing that would. Andrew Nimi. No. You rub no. your eyes so vigorously. Anyway, it's been going on for like <laughs> decades. 
I know, but now it's like more so, especially when you travel. So I think there's like partly stress and like maybe different. Yeah, you're stressing me out right now. Particles. I feel a little in- informing in my other eye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but so then, even though I was really moody on Thursday, I think some good came of it, right? Which was like, perhaps we should not try and record podcasts when you travel. Right. Try and play with that idea. It's not definite because sometimes I'm sure it'd be fun. Yeah, well, I think you. I think we could, like we've talked about having more guests on, and I think that would be a good time to do it if I'm traveling. Yeah. So, so someone here, someone who's here in Vegas, perhaps. No, it doesn't have to be somebody who's in Vegas. It no. just has to be somebody who's. That's the thing that they have committed to in that slot. Like mm. whenever we have a podcast, when you travel, it's like this afterthought, and it stresses me out because you sound stressed out about it. You're like, okay, let's get it done. We when are we gonna when are we uh, when are we gonna get it done? And I'm just like, Jesus, it's just a chat we were supposed to have when did it turn into this like stressful production (laughs) just gotta be willing to you know put it in there find a slot get it done bang it out off you go yeah but it's not supposed to be that no there's no value in it for you if you say it if if that's how it is yeah i'm not going to like perform for people on Mm. the podcast that's not what i signed up for that's what i live for (laughs) clearly the spotlight (laughs) (laughs) see like i didn't laugh once when we recorded on thursday not one time because it's just like this is so annoyingly stupid Uh and so here we are on saturday recording the tales podcast so sorry it's late but you know i think i'd rather it be real than contrived i was kidding by the way about the spotlight thing obviously yeah you know that but not everyone because uh yeah not everyone knows that like public public speaking like really freaks me out oh i saw that you got an invitation to possibly go and speak somewhere yeah maybe i mean we haven't even replied to it yet so yeah i mean i think you're doing pretty good with so much spotlight on you what do you think um yeah because it's in like controlled amounts like when we have the meetup games i don't have to like you know give a speech in front of everyone on a stage or something like that you just it's just you know playing in a poker game and occasionally someone taps me on the shoulder and says hi Mm. so it's very informal laid back atmosphere when it's like formal presentation type thing and everyone's eyes are on me at the same time like in person but don't you usually stand up and say something no well i did that like once or twice really i think you should i think you should include that and say you know so everybody feels seen yeah because sometimes there's probably people just as shy or you know who might not you know what i mean like who want to just know that they are part of something yeah all right next game i think you should just do that standard and then that will help with the you know public speaking because like you Mm -hmm. say if it's like informal then you know you just get the cajones every time to stand up there. Do you have a mic? I think it's cajones. Ca- cajones? Yeah. 
Okay. Uh, but yeah, there's usually, you know, because they have tournaments and stuff, and the tournament director needs to, you know, make announcements and stuff. See? Perfect. You learn to use the microphone. <clears throat> <laughs> yes. That's her impression of me. I really missed you. I miss you too. <laughs> but I get asked often, wow. why didn't you go with Andrew? Why didn't mm-hmm. you go with Andrew? Why didn't you go with Andrew? People ask you where I am. Well, yeah, all the time. See, that was odd to me. I started thinking about it this week a little bit. Why should I be going with you to these things? I don't play poker. I have a job. Where am I going? <laughs> I was just like, if I was on the road playing poker, I bet you people wouldn't be asking me, where's Andrew? No, I think girls actually get asked that at the poker table like pretty frequently. Where's your husband? Yeah. Where's your partner? Yeah, where's your boyfriend? Does he play? Why isn't he here playing with you or whatever? So it's just a poker question. Where's your Where's your <laughs> partner? It's so weird. You well, don't see people going two by twos unless they're playing <laughs> poker on holiday, right? Like people come to Las Vegas and then the boyfriend will want to go play poker and the girlfriend sits behind. Yeah. Uh, part of it could also be like, Where's where's Boosie? Why aren't you guys just you know like traveling around together and enjoying life together, living the dream together, going to all these places together? Which I think is a good question. <laughs> okay, like I don't even know how to. I I feel like I have to justify my existence by answering that question, and I'm no, just I don't like, think you're, I don't think you're looking at it correctly. I think uh, people just want to know like how we operate. And whether you come with me on these trips and we have fun together or do we roll solo to all these different things and are we more independent or whatever? Like how does our relationship function? Well, I guess it's obviously not thinking about it, right? Like I I always assume that people have their own thing going on and it's like the surprise and treat to have them together than to have people always together. Right. Yeah, I mean, there's very few couples that... Do everything together. Do every single thing together, including like run a business. Right. And are always doing the exact same thing at the same time. You know, even if they do run a business together, they don't need to be together all the time. Yeah, I just, I it's like increasing. I get it in the my DMs. I get it when I see people. I'm just like, why would I be there? I don't <laughs> play poker. Why would I be there? They probably just want to meet you. Or am I taking it the wrong way? Probably. I just find it odd. I don't think they'd like mean anything by it. Like, how are you going to function? No, I think it's like an unconscious belief that you are doing something in the public eye. So you have to have this like woman clapping by your side like you're some (laughs) fucking politician. (laughs) Go Mm -hmm. enjoy your life. And I will be here living my life when you get back. Yeah. Living your best life. Living my life like it's golden. Living my life. How was, um, it, how was it without me? <laughs> oh, yeah. And that put me on massive tilt, too. I don't know why. Why? Because you ask me that all the time. You don't have another, like, more interesting question to ask me. Than, I guess just because... How is the apartment without me? I'm like, I'm not <laughs> thinking about the apartment in context of with or without you. This I guess is because just where I live. I guess I find it more interesting since it happens to me less often. It happens to you fairly frequently. Yeah, so that's why I'm going to start traveling. 
I'm going to get a salesman job and I'm going to start traveling so that you can experience the apartment, the apartment myself. Yep. And then every time I call you, I'm going to say, how is the apartment without me? Okay. I look forward to answering. <laughs> I already know. You're like, it's fine for the first few days, but then it gets kind of lonely. <laughs> so that's nice to hear, isn't it? <laughs> so that's what you want me to say. Sure. It's nice for the first few days. But Not even a few it... days, like first day. <laughs> and then you get lonely faster than a few days. <laughs> Uh, but I don't know, maybe it's me overthinking it. And I don't want people to not ask that question, but it just was strange because just thinking of it on the dynamics of our culture and those dynamics are shifting. So being asked that made me feel like, oh, are people thinking that I should have just stopped doing everything that I was doing because Andrew's now a YouTuber and become Andrew's like what? pom-pom lady i don't know i just don't understand that i think maybe you should not necessarily become my pom-pom lady but just quit everything and like be 100 percent youtube be my instagram wife <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't think there's enough money yet to be no. your instagram wife well maybe there would be more if we had more help <laughs> okay <laughs> so uh, for anybody who might not know there's a growing trend of husbands quitting their jobs and partnering with their you know wives or girlfriends and they are known as instagram husbands because they're the ones taking the photos well that's how it started anyway girls on instagram and then taking having their boyfriends or husbands take their photos mm -hmm. and then it grows into sort of a full-time position where they are the business Right. Behind the brand. Business management, business development. Right. As well as photo taker at as the well. beach. Right. No, but, and I mean, the one couple that I listened to, they, the wife taught the husband everything about photography because she was already a photographer before she decided to, you know, be in front of the camera. Um, and I always find those stories really sweet and endearing. Um, but, and I think that's relatable too because those guys are not part of the world of fashion you know because usually like fashion influences mm -hmm. but then they are like now sort of like me not playing poker and then being in this world yeah but they also get asked that as well a lot to say don't you feel unmanly mm -hmm. being like your wife's sidekick or whatever right and they always have to go no we're a partnership mm -hmm. we're a partnership and i think that's the thing too there's no set way of being right you know like those are just created ways of being that society is given so that there's like some sort of check mark that you can go through life on. yeah well i think poker players can relate to that uh, a little bit just because when you tell someone you're a professional poker player, they're probably in a lot of people's immediate, uh, you know, preconceptions of that is, okay, so you have a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> they can relate to it. How exactly? Just because it's like, it's a non-traditional job. And so it's not something that people really understand how it works. And it's, they immediately have visions of something that it isn't. And 
you approach it as a business really you know as mm. a poker player and then you're analytical about it and there's business aspects <laughs> all the business aspects <laughs> <laughs> stuff there's stuff going on yeah because i mean but even those relationships right they look fun they look like these couples just travel together but that's a misconception i think that for most of the time they spend the days waking up at dawn to capture pictures before the crowds arrive and then spend the whole day editing those photos and then the evenings planning where the next place is. Mm -hmm. So I think there's very little time for this like relaxation that they make the images look like. Yeah, for sure. That's like all of Instagram, but like with a with an influencer quote unquote, it's like probably, you know, Three times that you know because everyone on instagram makes their lives look like 10 times better than they are sure but i don't have to post a photo by nine o'clock oh yeah for this brand right like if i don't want to post it today whatever i can just sleep in yeah you know there's no like deliverables that we have to meet mm -hmm. when we travel and for poker it is like having to meet a deliverable so it's not fun travel I guess that's part of it too, right? Hmm. It's not fun travel. It's not like we go, if I went with you to Austin, we'd have all this time to like hang out. Um, there wasn't, yeah, there was hardly any time. We had like a lunch. I mean, when, when Brad and I flew into Austin, we had dinner. So that was pretty cool because we had someone, someone treated us to a dinner that they manage a restaurant at this place called Corner. So we had dinner. That was great. Then the hotel after that. We had to be over at the card house early in the morning to do some stuff. And then we had like a sandwich. And then basically Brad and I were both exhausted because, I don't know, he was editing the night before and he got like three hours of sleep and I was pretty tired too. So we took a nap. <laughs> and then the meetup game was after that. Next day we were able to get lunch with Ebony and Pamela. Pamela works for Poker News, uh, also lives in Austin. Mm -hmm. So she took us to a Mexican restaurant for lunch. So that was nice. But, you know, again, it's just lunch and then meetup game after that, the tournament. And then we were out the next morning. So basically we had a dinner immediately when we arrived and then we had a lunch the next day. So I guess that's part of it, right? Just like understanding that the the funness is not really all fun. Yeah. It's only like a photograph. So for me to leave to go to Austin, to sit in a hotel room and work. Why? When I could just work at home with better internet. Yeah, there's not a lot of time to just be, you know, enjoying the the city. I wish there was more time. I mean, I'm, I, I don't know. Maybe we could, like, just schedule our flight out a couple of days in advance or something. Yeah, but there's always a, the next thing that you have to yeah. do. And it's not, like, boo-hoo sad for you, right? It's not a bad life no, by any not. means. But no, it's, it's pretty not, sweet. It's, I don't think it's, like this chilled relaxation unless i play poker i don't think i will be going on your work trips well i still think you should <laughs> why <laughs> i don't know I, just do. <laughs> I mean i think if I, like i said if i'm going to a city great and a city that i wanted to go to like montreal i was desperate to go to montreal so it's a perk if i get to come with you and it's a work trip because it's only flight and i don't have to pay for a hotel yeah. great but thank you for being concerned about where I am. But now you know where I am. Now I know. <laughs>
So Harry, remember Harry had asked a question about what do I do? Mm-hmm. So Harry wanted to know that if wanted to know if trading was my calling or is there something deeper, more meaningful? Okay. I don't know. Maybe it's because I don't talk about it a lot, and I do that specifically because there's so much misconception about trading. And I haven't signed up to be the one to clear up misconceptions. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like people think, oh, can you teach me? Oh, what is the market going to do? Right. Oh, you know, and all these questions. Like I can't answer really those questions because when I'm working, it's all consuming. And I don't really know what the next day is going to be. Yeah, um, you're reacting a little bit more in the moment rather than. Like long term. Yeah. But it's the same as poker. It's like people asking you, where is poker going? Yeah, or they'll say like, how do I play pocket jacks? Yeah, and so it's sort of, it's usually out of context. Yeah. Um, and I don't know, like I think the one reason that I am drawn to trading still is that there's so much, like there's a level of humility that you have to maintain in order to live another day. I think the minute I say I know what's going to happen would be the beginning of the end. And Mm -hmm. so I never feel confident to be like, let me tell you about these markets. I just don't feel confident enough to say that to anybody. And so I just choose not to talk about it. If you're not in it and if I have meet somebody who does trade or is interested in trading and they have like a specific question, then I'm happy to talk to them about it. So when the so when this listener phrases this question this way, do you think it's do you think he asked that because you don't think it's meaningful, or do you think he asked that because he doesn't think it's meaningful? Ooh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know, Harry. You'll have to tell us <laughs> because I think there's also a. It just when you look at it from the outside, it definitely comes across as just this means to make money, right? And like poker, yes, but there's so much honing of the personality, learning about yourself that goes on in the process of learning how to trade, which I am so grateful for because I don't think I would be as introspective, as eager to understand myself and people around me if I wasn't. So... And I think it's objective, too, because we all derive meaning and value from different things, and that's fine. But also, I wanted a way to have the time to explore other things and not have money be the one thing that makes me do something. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I want to learn how to make bowls, I don't want to now go, oh, my God, now I have to figure out how to make money making bowls. Because that wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, as a poker player, you didn't have to go, oh, shit, now I'm going to make videos. I need to find somebody to hire me as a videographer Mm -hmm. so that I can make videos, you know? Mm. You could just make the videos for the love of the videos without money attached to it. Mm -hmm. So until I figure out a way to not feel that way, I think that's where I'll be. Fair enough. Yeah, so I hope that answered your question, Harry. 
And yeah, I don't think it's not supposed to come off like, what did you ask? If he thinks it's meaningful? If he thinks it's like not meaningful. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd be interested to know. And I think... I think that's what he meant. That's what he meant? I think so. Ooh. Well, that's fine. Because I get questions like that. Yeah, because people ask me like, when are you going to, you know, get out of this poker thing and, you know, do something that is actually more, has more value to the world or something mm. like that, you know? But whatever. I think you covered it well. If you want to say more, feel free. <laughs> I'll allow you the platform. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. Because we got the funniest email. Yeah? How did so, they email us? Hello. No, actually, I can't lie. They sent it to tells at andrewneemi.com. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now hello at tellspodcast.com. Okay. Okay. So Lee from the UK. Fill me in. Give me the story. Okay. So the high level is that Lee went with his wife to the poker room, sat down in a tournament, goes deep in the tournament. His wife is on the side having cocktails by herself there at the bar. Okay. And she thought they were going to be there for two or three hours because he didn't expect to go deep in the tournament. And as she's drinking, she's getting tired. He goes deeper in the tournament. Yeah. So the question is, what would you do if you were in that situation where I am with you? You've decided now, like on a night out, on a Saturday night, we live 40 minutes away from the casino. You are sat in a tournament, going deep in a tournament. I'm getting tired and I've been drinking. So I'm in no mood or probably... Uh, yeah, so I'm in really no mood to like be railing you at this point because it's probably close to my bedtime. Okay, so the, I guess the question is like, how did like because you're 45, you're 40 minutes away from home, right? So what would you have done? So it goes into all the details, which I'll let you read, like okay. all the hands that he got into <laughs> and doubling up as the tournament. Wow, we got a full <laughs> full story. Yeah, it was brilliant. Full full vlog and email form here. Okay. So Lee says, I know it would make the best video, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> then there's the decision to be made. So what do you think I did and what would you do in this situation? So A, tell my wife it'll be over soon and see her fall asleep in the casino and pay the consequences later. <laughs> B, book her a taxi and tell her I'll see her in the morning, although taxis are another 40 minutes wait and it's a 40-minute journey home. She's had a few drinks, she's tired and not in the best frame of mind. C, leave the tournament and chalk it up to experience and stay home. D, drive her home and try to make it back to the tournament. <laughs> e, something else. I assume there's no hotel attached to this casino that he's playing in. I don't think so. Because that would be the obvious play on my in my book. Is give her a... Get her a bed. Get her a room. <laughs> First of all, this is a terrible idea to be playing a tournament on your night out. Like, <laughs> what is happening here? Whose idea was this? She said, apparently, she was the one who said... That he should play the tournament? No, that she... She actually chose to come out, but to be fair, I had no idea how long we could be there. So I think she, he said, I'm going to the casino. And she said, okay, 
you'll play a little bit. I'll have a couple of drinks and then we'll meet up later. Uh... So she can't drive home, obviously, because she's had yeah. a couple of drinks. So yeah. that's out of the question. I think uh, I think she's just got to suck it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's got to find a find a Red Bull behind that bar. <laughs> that's what you would do to me. You would make me just sit there. I mean, I would probably. I mean, you've taken plenty of Ubers by yourself. I feel like you would probably have hopped in an Uber a long time ago. Yeah, like two hours in, I'd be like, okay, you're having too much fun here and we'll have to reschedule this night out. I would never be playing a tournament on our night out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I mean, when we talk about a hand history, this is often the case where it's like, what do you do here on this turn spot? We're we're here in this really difficult turn spot and we're like, dude, why are you playing that hand preflop? Like, that should have been a full (laughs) preflop. (laughs) <laughs> that's the real issue that's why you're in this predicament in the first place you should have folded so it doesn't really matter what you should do here on the turn now that you're here i don't know flip a coin or whatever it doesn't matter <laughs> i am so grateful for sharing this email deals <laughs> like this is sounds like out of a movie so i mean i assume he's probably like a little bit i don't know if he's concerned about her like taking a car by herself home for 40 well, minutes? it's the 40 minute wait. So yeah. she's already staying, you know, another extra hour and 20 minutes. Like, I don't know. I guess it depends how much you care about the tournament and like doing well in it. Is it important to, that you do well in this tournament? Is, is there like big money up here up for grabs? Yeah, I think you should tell the floor man. Um, I think you should tell the floor man, you know what? Um, just go ahead and blind me out. Let me know what place I finish in this event. Uh, I'm going to have to take my wife home. I'm not forfeiting my stack. I'm just going to, you know, take a very long walk away from the table. And <laughs> whatever becomes of my chips, so be it. Um, let me know if I cash in this tournament and how much I finish, you know, what place I finish. Right. And I can be reached at this number. I'll come back and collect my prize. All right. So let's hear what Lee did. <laughs> So Lee says, my decision, I left the table, spoke quietly to the poker room manager, left my chips, drove my wife home the 40 minutes back. I then phoned the poker manager when I was about 15 minutes away from returning. He advised I'd already locked up third place for $350 (laughs) sweet, and still had 170,000 in chips in play. But by the time I'd returned, the game would likely be over and I'd probably have been blinded out by then. I returned to find the casino and find the game had ended and collected my $350. So has something similar ever happened in a game where you were playing and what would your reaction if the chip leader just left the tournament? (laughs) (laughs) This is the first time time I've ever been presented with this predicament. Lee, is that right? Lee, and says, did I have any regrets? Nah, they are... Always other days and relationships are surely more important than poker. It's the closest I've been to having a poker relationship issue for you to discuss. If it doesn't make the final cut, I'll not be too upset. (laughs) (laughs) I want to know what your wife said about this the next day. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know how she felt about the whole evening. I mean, now... 
that $350 has to be spent on her. Would you agree? No. For her suffering? No. <laughs> Why not? He left the he left he did the chivalrous thing. He left the tournament with like good chips in the tournament. Yeah? Yeah. She had a nice little time there at the bar, enjoyed herself with some beverages it sounded like. She's good. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe give her a proper date the next time you you guys decide to go out. And avoid the poker room. Yeah. Or play a cash game and then you can leave whenever <laughs> you need to. Ah, uh, that was the best story. Thank yeah, you for sharing that with us, Lee. That was pretty funny. And uh, that is all the time we have for this episode of Tells. Are you happy to be home for a week? Yep. Very. And we will chat to you next time. Bye. Bye. Oh, wait. No, we didn't want to do that. Bye. Bye. We want to say it at the same time. I don't think so. It's a bye. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>